0: Welcome to Choir Talks. I'm Greg O'Neill, I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi. Choir Talks is the podcast version of what I say as I share scripture with my choir during a rehearsal. This week um, is Thanksgiving week here in America, and um, so Americans are taking off to celebrate that holiday. But for Christians, Thanksgiving is not just a once-a-year event, but it, it should be built into the DNA of how we, who we are and how we relate to the Father. Giving thanks to the Lord should be a discipline that Christians um, adhere to and take seriously. This week, we're going to look at Psalm 100 um, because it has some thoughts about giving thanks to the Lord uh, as well as as giving praise. So let's read this uh, great, maybe familiar psalm. Starts this way. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. All right, here's the first couple of verses again. I want you to to notice some things about them. Uh, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. It's an invitation to come before the Lord and to offer gifts of thanksgiving and praise in worship of Him. It starts with these three simple phrases. Each one of them, though, is an imperative. It's a command. Uh, make a joyful noise. Some versions, uh, some translations use the word shout to the Lord. Uh, the second one is serve the Lord with gladness and then come before His presence with singing. Um, i, I I've noticed about all these that they, well, they're kind of loud if you think about it. Um, praise is loud, maybe boisterous. It is uninhibited. Uh, it's a celebratory form of worship. And I can't imagine this psalm writer and the way that he writes these phrases uh, just coming into God's presence half-heartedly. That's not the way that you worship a God that you really uh, – Adore a God that that you revere. Uh, He doesn't come in with a a bless me if you can sort of attitude at all. He comes in with his whole heart. One phrase that sticks out to me also is where he says, all the earth. He is making this command that all the earth would praise the Lord. And he's tying into a a greater biblical theme um, that I see in many places throughout the Bible, which is that it is God's, global agenda that all of the earth and all the people there uh, worship Him. They see His greatness and worship Him. Um, Habakkuk uh, chapter 2, for instance, says that that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover all the earth as the water covers the seas. Uh, Psalm 67, look that up real quick, uh, says that uh, it says that may all the people praise you so that your ways may be known across all the earth the prophet micah uh paints this vision of uh, people from all over the earth streaming up to worship the lord and like a mighty river streaming before him and then in the end of the bible in revelation we have that great picture of people as the bible says from every tribe nation and tongue gathered to worship so uh this psalm writer is tying into that. He says, all the earth, come before him and worship the one who is worthy. And he, he, in, he um, tells us to worship with a particular attitude. He says, worship him with gladness, um, that is similar to me from Psalm 122 where that psalm writer writing a one of the psalms of ascent, one of the songs that you sing as you uh, ascend the temple mount to go into the temple to worship, um, the first phrase of that Psalm 122 is, I was glad when they said, to me. Let's go into the house of the Lord. So here's this posture of a worshiper. It's a posture of gladness, of anticipation, of looking forward to the moment that I can make my offering before the Lord. Um, So let me ask you, are you glad when you think about coming to worship? Are you glad? Do you anticipate those moments when you can come and worship him, especially collectively with other believers? Does your week Point to that moment when you have the opportunity to do that. Are you thirsty for God in such a way that only worshiping him will satisfy you? Let's read verse three. It says, know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. We are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Um, I like this because it points out... um, that there's a relationship between us and the Father, this one that we worship. Uh, You see a lot of the transcendence of God. Know that the Lord is God. He is the one who is to be worshipped. But then also, he is imminent. He is, uh, we have this relationship. He says, we are his, we're his people, we're the sheep of his pasture. So he is the God who is big and all-powerful, and there's no way to exaggerate his greatness, and yet, He is the God that is close. He knows us. He cares about us intimately, and he allows us into relationship with him. And then here's the Thanksgiving verse, verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Uh, gates and courts. Obviously, what's going on here is is the uh, picture of the temple that he is painting for us. Uh, remember that in the age of the church that we live in, the Holy Spirit is always with us and we always have God's presence. But in the age that this song was written, the writer of this song thinks of God's presence as being manifest primarily in, in the in the temple, and uh, so he thinks about coming to God's presence by ascending that mount and walking through the mighty gate and across vast courts to get into the holy of holies, or the area where uh, where God's presence was most manifest. Um, and so, uh, I noticed about this worshiper that he comes prepared from the moment that he. Uh, uh enters into that temple complex into the gates he comes offering a gift which is the gift of thanksgiving i love how the message uh interprets this verse it says enter with the password give thanks or thank you um, that's the way we we should get into god's presence we should come with a grateful heart with a recognition of all that God has done for us and and all that he is in relationship to us and we should come into his presence offering thanks and then offering praise. Praise sees the greatness of who God is but thanksgiving helps us see the power, the powerful God at work in our own lives. Praise focuses on the character and the work of God, but Thanksgiving sees God's work in relationship to us. Thanksgiving helps build in us uh, a wonder at who God is and how he relates to us. Thanksgiving builds our faith and helps us to see God in, in great ways. And then the psalm writer leaves us with one other verse. He says, For the Lord is good. That's why we thank him. The Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generation. He leaves us some attributes that we can think about when we get ready to see God and to worship him. He's good. He is loving. He's eternal. And he's faithful to us. Take a moment today and spend some time giving thanks to the Father. Have a great day.